0: NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From Moose to game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and bet $100. Get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. We're also brought to you by SGPN Big Game Squares Contest, a $1,000 prize pool up for grabs and completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares. We're also brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo $57 SGPN gift card for every bingo hit exclusively in the SGPN app. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the NBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Nobody know, know the voice, no the guy. It's me, really real villain. real Ralph Furman Jr. at your service. And I'm still alive after the thrashing that the books gave us last night. Oh, my gosh.
1: Glad I'm not I,
0: I looked around. The gambling community, you know, there's a community on Twitter. You see the people, you see the handicappers, you see the actual media commentators, you see the average Joes just placing bets. You see all of that. And it's not many people that had a winning day yesterday. (laughs) It's absolutely not. All right, I got Delante Smith with me, North Carolina ANC, Aggie, Dante, what's going on?
1: Yeah, man, same old, same old. Just I got blasted last night, too. Uh, hopefully, you can bounce back today, man. But the card is kind of weak, to be honest. Um, but still some opportunities to be made. Hopefully, we bounce back today.
0: I mean, I, the only thing that can... <laughs> you can only bounce back. Yesterday, of all the picks I gave... How many games was it yesterday? Was it like seven, eight? I think it was like eight. Was it, one? No,
1: nah, it was well, eight. Well, it was nine, but the, uh, the Wizards uh, Pistons got postponed, so eight total. So of of the eight games,
0: I think I gave out one winner, which was the Kings over the Spurs. Spurs are inevitable. Doesn't matter, Spurs are inevitable. The Jazz pushed as a favorite, so they the the if anybody was wondering. The Jazz pushed as the favorite, so we're still going with that. We're gonna give it <laughs> one more game and see if they fold next game. And if that one doesn't work, then we're just gonna call the trend dead. And it was a great ride, but they pushed, so we got a running back in that one. Everything else was a loser. Everything else didn't matter. Memphis yeah. lost. Warriors lost.
1: I was supposed to go over, but I had the um, I had the Raptors plus three, so I pushed. That's yeah. the only thing. That's all. And I didn't even get that right. Technically, I was supposed to lose it. They, they were like getting blasted. And they just made a late run. It was sometime.
0: Yeah. So it was sometime like in the third quarter that I was watching the game. I was like, oh, the Raptors really can, like, they're going to come back and win this in the third. Right. And, you know, it's going to be good. And it just never got there. It yeah. never got there. Fred Van Fleet had a triple double. Right. The one person, the one person that nobody talked about to have a triple double had triple double. Nobody else. I don't think anybody else. I think it was just him. Just him. Nobody said Fred Van Fleet. And it was like some guy that one of these gambling outlets tweeted about this random guy that bet Fred Van Fleet triple-double. And I swear, he, like, I think he bets Fred Van Fleet triple-double every single day and just waits for the day it hits. (laughs) So... Um, that's not, that's maybe, for sure. He might be. He might be like minus. You know, one. He's two for like eight hundred right now. But uh, I'm pretty sure from the look of his account, he he bet forever at fleet triple double every single day. That's like oh, yeah. his cousin or something. Got to be.
1: Yeah, the dogs pretty were pretty good last night. I think we're like four one outright. I guess Atlanta was a small dog, but they went outright. They blasted. Oh, Phoenix. it was it wasn't even close. They were they down to Phoenix Yeah, they blasted. So
0: Atlanta, Phoenix. a bad road team, goes on a road, absolutely destroys Phoenix. You have the Rockets handling business. I, something told me don't take LKC as a favorite.
1: And I was thinking I was thinking the same thing too. Something I was told thinking me the same exact that. thing. Yeah, but that's
0: the last time I do it. I'm, I promise. I think I said that earlier this season. That's the last time I do it. I'm not saying Go
1: to state lost that it's game. Yeah. Go to state lost their game. Um Yeah. In, in
0: hindsight, going to state was probably a super public play. Yeah,
1: probably. Yeah, probably so. Did not show, so.
0: show up to the building. Yeah. Didn't show up to the building at all. Didn't show up at all. It was yeah. actually shooting okay. practice for the Boston Celtics yesterday.
1: Literally. Literally shooting practice.
0: The Jason Tatum double double was very brutal. (laughs) It was very, it was a lot of James. James. Oh, he got uh, stuck on nine
1: rebounds. It couldn't have been worse than Anthony Davis over the weekend, man. Stuck on nine rebounds going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, it was, but it was like Jason Tatum got pulled early. Uh, I mean, of course. And so
0: Jason Tatum, I think, and you missed his PRA by one two. I'm pretty sure his PRA missed by one two. So if you bet that, that missed by one. Uh, so, Jason Tatum missed by one. James Harden missed a triple-double by one. They really should fix the James Harden one. He actually got that last rebound. That's pretty wild.
1: So it, They gave him one. the last. Remember the last game? I think it was against um, – I forgot who it was against. It was like three seconds left, and he caught the ball with like .3 seconds, and they gave him the rebound for the triple-double. I had him that night on the, triple, mm. on the triple-double. It, like, they barely, barely got there. Ja
0: had a triple-double in the third by the yo. time the fourth quarter got there, he didn't have the triple double anymore. <laughs> so, uh, did it you see what Dane rude. was doing
1: to do? Oh, my yo, God.
0: and I mean, oh my God. granted, if somebody out there was bold enough to take Portland, and I think everybody was turned, and that really should have told us to take Portland, everybody was turned off by Portland at that point, but. I said, take Dame points. I was like, if, if they win, Dame's just gonna go crazy.
1: Scorch, he is scorching hot, like scorch, and efficient too. Like, really, really, probably as efficient as I've seen, as I've seen him, and he's taking 35, 38 footers. Like, this is insane.
0: and he play. carried that team. Freaking F.E. Uh, Simons was in foul trouble that entire game.
1: Yeah, he, he Dame, carried them. Dame on another level right now. I'm, I'm be interested to see what they do to get him, um, uh, to get him some more guys, uh, because. I mean, they're not—they're not like good. They're just because of Dame. They're just being more competitive, and he's on the heater right now. But I'll, I'll be surprised to see what they do, or if they do anything. Definitely need to give Shaden Sharp some more minutes, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Click Capella and DeAndre hey it, it was just bad all the way around. It was really, really bad.
1: Oh Dame. damn! See, I didn't—I I didn't play that much in uh, NBA last night. But I will tell you this: if you watch that Villanova marquette game you know exactly how. that's exactly how my night went bro villanova oh, yeah, covering 98
0: of the game that's they, what happened when you bet against, Mar- uh, against shaka smart man man listen
1: and this is what happened so they foul down like five and okay i'm like all right seven whatever they get the ball back they, marquette's gonna let them score they turn the ball over marquette goes down dunks it's like Five seconds left. The dude dribbles up the court. Misses a dunk, bro. Misses a dunk.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was like yeah, I, I saw it. I saw it. And yeah. I was sitting there. That's how I didn't met the through. game. Because I don't uh I don't like betting Shaka Smart for the most part because whether I do or don't, you can't bet your idols. Like, I'm still – where's Jake? Jake, I am I still want a shirt that says you can't bet your idols. We got to talk about a design <laughs> and get that out. But you really can't bet your idols. You Like, if you idolize somebody or you like somebody or there's somebody that you're really a fan of, every time you bet them, they're going to let you down. Whether you bet on them or bet against them, they're going to let you down. And that's me with Shaka Smart. Shaka Fair Smart point. is one of my idols. And Fair every time I bet him, bet on him, he loses. And if I don't bet on him, he wins. So I just leave him alone.
1: Yes, yeah, that's, that's good advice. Great advice. Ocean.
0: Yeah. Can't bet your idols, man. Can't bet your idols. Yeah, great All right. This is an NBA pick show, so let's yes, get to right. the picks on a Thursday edition in the association. Let's see here. First up on the docket, the Los Angeles Lakers are going to play the Indiana Pacers. Lakers are laying one and a half. 240 and a half is the total. Let's see if I can pull up an injury report here. And for the Los Angeles Lakers, we have LeBron James is questionable. Uh, Anthony Davis, probable. Patrick Beverly is probable. And for the Indiana Pacers, we're seeing the return. Yeah, they're gonna, we're seeing the return. We have Tyrese yep. Halliburton, who is expected to play. Even Daniel Tice is questionable. And I don't even think we've seen him all season. So
1: I ain't seen him since he was at the Celtics.
0: Honestly, and they probably shouldn't let him play in this game, but they're going to. And he'll probably have some somewhat of a negative effect.
1: Yeah, more than likely.
0: OK, well, I think. The only thing that I really feel more confident about for the Pacers is the fact that when it comes down to crunch time, they have somebody to give the ball to.
1: Yeah, I agree. And they have somebody that can actually run their offense effectively.
0: Yeah, one in nine while he was out and the fourth lowest offensive rating in the league. So what are you doing here?
1: Yeah, man, I like the paces. I like I like the paces here. Uh, I think they're going to get a big shot on the getting their leader back, getting a guy back who can actually run the offense effectively and handle the ball. Um, the Lakers. Uh, I mean, I would bet that LeBron doesn't play. I know he's questionable, but uh, I think he only played because it was Madison Square Garden. Uh, I think me, mm-hmm. Scott, and um, and off all thought the same thing uh, in that in that matchup, but. Yeah, I man, I think Indiana is, is a good bet here. Uh, they've been, you know, horrible without them. You you read out the numbers. They are 16-10 ATS at home, though. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: They Some of the things that L.A. does, Indiana can combat. Basically, the Lakers dominate inside the paint. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the Pacers, inside the paint, they are uh, top three in run percentage defense. So, you know, they're not going to allow the Lakers to beat them up on the inside, especially if LeBron's not there. I mean, who knows with A.D.? Like, he was getting... Like beat up in that next game, like really, he was bleeding, falling out. Every other position, so man, that's how he is every game. You yeah, know? man. Like, so he, he do that. <laughs> he do that. Crap yeah, he, he does. But yes, yeah, so I think the pace is getting the leader back, getting those guys in certain spots. It's a, it's something to be said about a good point guard and how he distributes the ball and gets guys the ball where they want it. I mean, it's easy for you know some of those guys to get people the ball and rack up assists, but getting those guys in the specific spots where they want the ball, how they want it. That's, that's a trait that not many people have, and I think Halle Burton is one of those point guards who has that specific skill. So with Buddy Heald and, and Mathurin can go back to, you know, being a bench guy and not having to carry the load as much. So I think everybody just takes a slide down. Halle Burton coming back is a big shot in the arm, so i like the paces to get it done here um, at home. Uh... I'm not
0: 100% on where I want to go on the side. We'll talk it out. But I'm not 100% where I want to go on the side yet. But I do know that I want to play the Lakers early. And I'm play the Lakers first quarter. That's probably at a half or basically even money or like yeah, my pick. minus one. I don't know. Whatever it is. It's, uh, I'm going to play it early because I expect Anthony Davis to get out and be on a tear in the beginning of this game. I don't think that for the most part, he has had really, really solid games against Miles Turner. And I don't think that this is gonna be anything any different, especially if there's no LeBron, that they're gonna try to get Anthony Davis going early and they're trying to get him going often and really invigorate this offense to start cooking without excuse, me, start cooking without LeBron on court. And then it's the fact that the real matchup that I love for this game probably isn't coming in until the end of the first quarter going into the second quarter and that's Ben Matherin. I think Ben Matherin's gonna have a great game. I don't think the Lakers have anything for Ben Matherin. He's gonna be able to slash get to the rim and really get whatever he wants against this Lakers team. So Anthony Davis and Ben Matherin are two people I'm really on. I'll be and because I'm on Ben Matherin, I gotta be on Halliburton's assist and just say that he gets a lot of easy cuts to the basket by a lot of different players, a lot of easy buckets, and he has a lot of opportunities to get assists. So those are two people I really like. I'll play the Lakers early, first quarter, first half. But mm-hmm. ultimately, I still think the Lakers suck, man. I mean, I, I don't mm-hmm. think Pacers are, you know, hot shit, but I still think Lakers suck, man. And <laughs> I can really see them blowing this game to the Pacers
1: yeah, I mean, it's a it's a perfect spot for for Indiana. I mean, like I said, some of the things that the Lakers do well, like they can be combated by by Indiana, especially with Halley back. They're going to be juiced up. And honestly, I don't. I'm thinking about playing the Pacers first quarter simply off of the adrenaline rush that they're going to get when when Holly Burton enters the lineup. But I mean, the Pacers are horrible in the first quarter, like one of the worst first quarter teams in the NBA. So uh, I'm kind of teetering back and forth uh, with that. Uh, and, and it wasn't like-
0: even just it was it's not excuse me, it's not even oh, yeah. just uh because Halliburton was out. They were pretty bad in the first quarter with Halliburton yeah, well, oh, yeah. going oh, through yeah. some of the past game yeah. logs, and they were still losing first quarter margin by pretty by a lot. And oh, yeah. you know, the Lakers get out early. I just I can see Anthony Davis having twelve and three, 12 and four at the end of the first uh at the end of the first quarter, and we're like, oh, Anthony Davis is going to try to go forty tonight.
1: Oh yeah, I agree with that. I agree with so, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. and uh, the Pacers they shoot a lot of mid range jumpers, so that goes back to what you're saying about Mathurin because Mathurin likes to operate um, inside the arc, so he could be in for a big night, like you said. Um, they are like first in mid range percentage, so basically they just take the most shots from the mid range, and the Lakers are bottom five in defending the mid range, so that's something going in your favor with that actually i might take a look at that being mather and prop actually um and the lakers they don't do well defending point guards i know we're going to get into the um i got some numbers backing it up whenever we get into the player props no nah, go ahead yeah so like Halliburton, uh, i like his points and assists man i think you uh you set it up perfect uh, he's gonna have a lot of opportunities to get those guys involved um and let me re- i'll read you off some of the lakers like what they did against point guards um, in the past uh, three games, I guess competent point guards. Something I guess you can compare. Well, to, I can tell you, Jalen um, Brunson had thirty-seven. So yeah, and and he had uh yeah he had thirty-seven and six last game. Kyrie twenty-six and six. Brogdon twenty-six and four. Uh, so I mean, those guys pretty much lit up the Lakers defense from controlling the game aspect so holly burton being back i think i don't know if he's going to be on a minutes restriction i didn't read any limitations that he'll be so oh, i nah, it doesn't he'll be seem cool like
0: up. he's it didn't say anything about any limitations and rick carloff's probably not gonna put no limitations yeah, on yeah. him yeah he's going yeah. out there he's playing yeah. the entire
1: and that's what the, i'm the thinking so 26 and a half i think it's i think it's reasonable so i'm, I'm guessing he can get you know he, he might can get 20 and 10, 20 and 12, to be honest. Uh, so I like that prop a lot. Uh, I'll be telling you, I'm going to be Matherin. You brought that to my attention. So I'll, I'll let you elaborate more on that. But um, I do like uh, Tyrese Halliburton over um, 26.5 points in the system. One of my favorite looks of the night. All
0: right. Total sitting at 240.5. We have a non conference game. So the overs should get a look here. Lakers in non conference game 14 and 9 to the over. Indiana in non conference games are 9 and 12. So, not really the best match there. You, know, you would have liked to see Indiana, you know, be one of those. Like, Indiana's one of the few teams that's not 50% or better in this mm-hmm. category. So, I think this is a non conference over. I probably try to stay away from If I play it, I'll play it early in the first half and just assume that the lakers allow indiana to do whatever they want in the first half like we know Indiana's going to give up a bunch of points to the lakers in the first half but will the lakers allow and maybe you do the lakers team total over in the first half and not you know
1: both teams but you like that without lebron too within without him or just yeah of- i think
0: that yeah i think they'll have i think they'll be pretty decent scoring the basketball just uh they're starting to shoot the ball better. Like they're starting to shoot the ball better. Matt Christie came in the game the other day. It was like I like,
1: like Matt. Like yeah, Christie. I
0: was like, whoa, like whoa, young guy. Like you look pretty. Uh, he looked pretty straight.
1: So I'm right, I think. All um, right. I think Austin Reeves and Lonnie Walker are like game time decisions tonight, if I'm not mistaken. I didn't
0: see anything on Reeves. It looks like Reeves is still injured, but Lonnie Walker played the other day. He should, and he's not on the injury report, so I expect him to play.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then another thing that I'll lean to the over. Um, I'm not going to play it. It's kind. It's. It's just kind of. Like, I can make cases for both sides, but both teams are top four as far as pace goes. Um, The Lakers, they don't turn over their opponent at their bottom five or bottom three in turnover percentage defense, which also bows well for Tyrese Halliburton and his props. And if, you know, if LeBron doesn't play, then I think the under is more likely to hit because they're going to slow the ball, they're going to slow the game down and try to get the ball to um, AD inside. And, you know, Indiana's going to run, but I don't know if the. I don't know if the pace of the game, I don't know if they want to be in a, in a track meet with, with the Lakers. But, I mean, who knows? I, I can make cases with both sides, but i lean to the over, though. All
0: right. Next game on the slate, we have the Miami Heat going to play the... New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden. I was actually talking to some some random person. I was talking about WBA, some random person on Twitter. He, they were trying to tell me no, about the I
1: seen your tweet. Yeah, I'm talking about New York. Was not
0: the it. mecca of basketball? I've like it. what? <laughs> I seen, seen it. What? And, then I, and it. then I realized that person was from Australia, and I was like, oh, of course, it makes sense. I'll show sure you guys some get back players. I will years, never, man. ever. And no disrespect, because we have Australian listeners here. No disrespect to y'all. I will never, ever, ever go to Australia. Ever, 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 ever go to Australia. Have you seen, like, the weird things that are in Australia? Nah. They have spiders the size of frying pans. Like, there was one tweet where it was like a whole town was freaking covered in spider webs. There was, like, one crazy thing where it was like a bunch of rats running around somewhere. Like, no. I just, <laughs> oh, no. I can't. I love my Australian followers. Please, to get you from come? Australia, Huh? Is Josh giddy from Australia? Ben Simmons is from Australia, so that should say a lot. But I think Josh Giddy is from Australia, too. All my Australia – come to Vegas. Come to Vegas and have fun with us. Whenever we plan another trip, come to Vegas with us. We had Malcolm fly from London all the way to Vegas. We had a great time. Oh, wow. Come that's to dope. Vegas and have fun. I will not return the favor and go to Australia and have fun. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> I, I can't just – I got to find all the articles of the weird stuff that's happening in Australia. And I was like, you know what? That's a beautiful country, but I'll never go there. Never go there. <laughs> All right. That was my Australia rant. Miami Heat are traveling to New York to play New York Knicks. Heat are laying two on the road. 2.15 and a half is the total injury report here. And We have Victor Oladipo, who is doubtful. Gabe Vincent is in. Jamal McCain Jamal Kane is out and well, let me see here. Yeah, none of that other stuff matters. So, Victor Oladipo doesn't look like he's going to play. You're going to have Gabe Vincent in this game. Everybody else is a go for the New York Knicks. Pretty clean injury report. Mitch Robson, only person not playing.
1: Nope.
0: We'll see what Tibbs does with Jericho Sims. I I don't know. I feel like it's been Jericho Sims until he gets in foul trouble. Then heart so yeah, it's heartstained. So, uh, expect to see Jericho Sims back in there hey look it's other people that don't like australia too yes i'm glad i'm not there i'm glad i'm not there like alone australia just sounds terrifying like terrifying seven of the 10 deadliest animals in the world are in australia yes that true? He, he, i don't know is he making it up i mean that that, that sounds too like why would you yeah, make that's, that, that, that that's up? a lot
1: that's, that up? yeah that's a like, lot bro. That's <laughs> that's a why lot. would you make that up but i mean i don't i don't know i don't know if he would make yeah
0: that's that's extreme i can't do it man i can't i can't go to australia i really can't it was a game show on netflix it's called the mole really really good game show if you haven't watched it really really good game show and i i was looking at it like wow i want to be on that show i would be really good at this show and then they said they were in australia and i was like yeah i'm good i'm good (laughs) i don't know if i can do that yeah all right Heat laying two on the road what are you doing
1: yeah i yeah i like the knicks here um you know, the, the road woes for uh, Miami, um, they are still lingering around. Uh, they are playing better uh, offensively, but they're still, you know, bottom five in offensive rating. Um, the thing I like about the Knicks, the Knicks play hard, man. They fight. They they claw. They're never out of it. They're always going gonna to play, play some tough defense. Uh, Brunson is going to control the game for the most part. I honestly think the only problem with uh, this matchup is that the Knicks don't have any sign or any like they don't have anything to slow down Jimmy Butler. Like they've been struggling against small forwards the entire year. Um, And that's the only thing that's kind of scared me a little bit that Jimmy Butler could go into Madison Square Garden and have one of those games. But I I like that. I like the Knicks here. Uh, Like I think you brought up about Mitchell Robinson. Uh, They have been missing him vitally like their offense their defensive rating like plummeted whenever he went out the last seven games. So during the last seven games, their offensive rating is uh 125. They have a 125 defensive rating without uh Mitchell Robinson. Now that is somewhat indicative of some of the opponents that they've been playing. Uh 80 beat them up inside. Now mm-hmm. Miami doesn't have a big that can beat you know beat the uh, Knicks up inside like 80 did but they do have, you know, the ability to score around the rim with Jimmy Butler and Bam. And, I mean, Hero's going to do a lot of dribble handoffs. But overall, I think it's going to be a 1990 Pat Riley, Alonzo Mourning versus Pat Ewan type of game. Low positions. Um, the Heat have allowed 105 or less in four of the last five games. Under 103 times to Cleveland, Boston, and New Orleans. The Knicks, uh, they, they've been giving up a lot of points, but – they've been playing better in spurts. You know, they had that overtime game against the Lakers or that probably would have stayed under. Uh, so I, I lean to, to the home team here, uh, home dog with the Knicks.
0: All right. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Well, I mean, my handicap's pretty simple. Like it's not hard at all. I'm not laying points with Miami. I don't like points. Miami. Miami's a really bad team as a favorite. So oh shoot. Let me get some water. Uh Miami's a really bad team as a favorite. We've set the numbers on this show all the time. I can read you where they're sitting at currently as of today on the season. But Miami is currently 13 22 and 3 as a favorite. So they don't cover the line. They let teams do whatever they want. The only thing that concerns me is that the fact that they are in the garden. Like, they are. <laughs> but other than that, and I'm concerned on who's going to show out today because it's multiple options. Butler could go out there, show out again. I'm pretty sure he's had a garden moment already, so he might not be thinking too much. hero had 25 in the garden earlier this year. That was the most he's had, so he could be like, hey, hold on, I had 25. I'm trying to you know, put a little yeah. something else. Uh, Bam has a good matchup, but for the sake of everybody else and hitting Bam's prop, I'm not going to bet him. <laughs> I know that when I do, Bam's not going to do anything. Uh, and I just recent history is that the... My, Miami dominates the Knicks in this series. For the most part, they won. The Knicks won the last game. Last season it was like what was that? Like March. It was like March or something. I remember that game. The Knicks actually got a win. I was like, "Oh, wow, they really did it." But I <laughs> but they were like a 10-point underdog in that game. Whereas now uh Knicks a little bit more respected. Miami has good track history, but the Knicks have made a couple of these games close, got a two-point win in there, you have a four-point win in there, you have a five-point win in there. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to stick with the Knicks here. But if I play them, I'm playing it early. I play first half. I'll go back to that Knicks first half, where it has been pretty consistent for the most part all season, and just say that if Miami does pull it off, it's some late game heroics by a Jimmy Butler or some hurt late game heroics by a Tyler Hero that gets them over this win. I think it's a close game overall. So, uh, give me Knicks first half if you if you like the Heat. I would do you know have some fun with it. Play Knicks first half Heat money line. I think that's a good play if you like that side, but. I don't even want to waste with my time with the second half of the game. I'll just take the first half and either win or cat win or lose my bet in that. So give me the Knicks first half in that one.
1: Yeah, I don't hate it. I mean, one of the better first half, first quarter teams uh, in the league. I just the only thing that worries me is you know them having an answer for Jimmy Butler. Other than that, I kind of like the Knicks more full game. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not opposed to your uh, your plays as well. But um, yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, I like I like the Knicks pretty pretty uh pretty much in this game
0: it looks like a, the sharps are really hammering miami here so that is a concern the sharps are really really hammering miami here
1: yeah, i mean they're playing they're playing better as a, as of late and i mean they got a favorable matchup like with jimmy butler and um some of the shooting that, Her- that hero does but i mean point guard play i, I think somebody brought it up in the chat of course we're gonna be on kyle lowry under i mean we know who's not gonna have a big madison square garden moment and that's kyle lowry yeah
0: yeah so. kyle lowry i would even shoot if you might get lucky, and because I'm not to tell you to play the under in this one, you might get lucky and you might can play a bunch of people's unders. Because RJ, I never, I don't bet RJ Barrett. <laughs> Somebody said RJ Barrett is equivalent to Dylan Brooks. It,
1: nah, don't just I would, RJ
0: Barrett, man. No, nah, R, no RJ do be throwing up some bullshit now. Don't, man, but, like, but, he, but RJ, RJ, Doobie RJ Doobie throwing up some like have, so. This is the difference. Dylan Brooks doesn't care if it's a good shot or a bad shot. He thinks he can make it. He's gonna take it. He's gonna take about thirty of them a game. RJ will take good shots. He yeah. will fold them. He will fold them. You'll look at that, and like, man. That's a really good look, and it'll miss. And you're like, dog, what's going on? Like, yeah, I mean, RJ I, is RJ I'm is
1: more a... like I, I, I like I like RJ. Maybe that's why. I like, I like RJ. I like the way he plays. I think he fits that Knicks persona. Uh, really will. Now he does have his moments where he's not as consistent, but Dylan Brooks, man, that dude thinks he's John ja Morant. Like he just yeah, I'm, I'm telling ultimate you. irrational confidence guy. Like that's... R.J.
0: Only does the, doesn't have to do that because he has other people on his team, but he still like it's the fact that he at least Dylan Brooks, I know for a fact Dylan Brooks is gonna fold. R.J. is a is a guy where he's gonna make you think that he's gonna get there and he's not going to get there. I'm so. still See,
1: I'm still thinking he's going to get there. I'm, th- I'm still thinking he is sending, man. Mm, I still
0: got my I'm, RJ Beard stuff. I'm done with him. I, I'm done with him. Nah, I feel you. It's a reason that uh, picks one and two have an extinction from that draft class and pick three doesn't. Very, very good reason why that about that. But yeah, I don't want to lose him. I don't want to lose him. But, you know, he's just – he's not the other two. He's not the other two. All right. 215 and a half. What are you doing?
1: Yeah, I like the under, but i seen some money come in on the under. It opened a little bit lower. i, um, I seen the money come in on the over. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. So no, probably,
0: heavy money is on the over, and, yes. it, and it pushed the total up three points. It opened up right. at two twelve so, and a half, but there is sharp money coming in on the under now.
1: Yeah, so I, I like the – I don't know if it probably was a head fake trying to get a better number. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to probably wait around and see maybe, like – around like four or five-ish and see if it uh gets any higher and I'll play the under like I said I think it's gonna be a 1990s type of game uh 105 102 uh I mean at, these two teams will be lucky to crack 100 um the the heat play to the under on the ro- on the road they have um 15 of 26 uh on the road have went under now the Knicks they've gave they've allowed 120 plus in three of the last five games but that has been to, you know, to their opponent's advantage. They played the Lakers who beat them up inside. They played Brooklyn where, you know, Kyrie went off. They played Atlanta in a bad spot. So some of those things um, I think may have inflated this line. I think it should be closer towards, you know, to 210, nine. So I'll be on the under for sure. All right.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I'm on the under. I just think that this is a little bit more of a defensive game. Yep. I, I don't think that everybody is going to get all they want. You probably have like one, maybe two guys on on team on both teams that actually, you know, can get whatever they want in this game. But for the most part, I think it's a little bit of a defensive struggle in this one. Yep, me too. All right, anything else for this one? Player props? Oh, anything?
1: Um, do I got any player props? Uh, oh yeah, just the, the Jimmy Butler um over twenty one and a half points. He's over in the last three, and you know we went over the uh, the struggles that. Um, the Knicks had with dealing with small forwards. I'll read you off some guys. Rui had 19. Joe Harris had 16. Tatum, 35. Siakam, 24. Barnes, 19. DeAndre Hunter, 20. Kuz, 27. You know, so he's in that... Jimmy Butler's in that range um, where he could go for 24. I mean, I think 21 and a half is a bargain, to be honest with yeah. you. Probably should be closer to uh, 23 and a half, 24. So, you mean Jimmy Butler over? That's the only prop that I played in this game, actually.
0: Uh... What is Julius Randle's points and rebounds sitting at? Um, let me see here. Let me see if I can pull that up. Uh, points and rebounds, Julius Randle, Julius Randle, Julius Randle. He's at 36 and a half. Uh, <clears throat> so here's my question mark with that. Because you look at the last couple of games, even this season. Uh, Well, no, that isn't this season. That was last season. I'm sorry but last couple of games he has 11 and 8, 11 and 6, 22 and 8, 12 and 8, and then there's a 26 and 13 in there. He even has a 26 and 8 in there, but that doesn't even get to this number. Yeah. And so he struggles. He struggles and there's a 13 and 8 with the heat with the Knicks as well. So he's only hit this one time out of 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 games against the Heat. And now you have Jalen Brunson, who you expect is gonna, you know, is gonna demand his touches. He's gonna get his good looks. I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, yeah, I, a- I want to go ahead and say under. Yeah, I, I, think, I just I think, think so, that's too. not a good. This is a tough matchup for him with Bam on the inside, mm-hmm. with how this team plays defense, mm-hmm. and now you have Jalen Brunson, who's outstanding right now, and he's cutting into some of his usage as well. It, I mean. If Julius Randle can't get to this number without Jalen Brunson, can he get there with Jalen Brunson? Mm,
1: that's fair. And another thing in, uh, in their favor is that the Heat are the number one defensive rebounding team uh, in the NBA, whereas the Knicks are third in offensive rebound percentage. So that kind of combats some of those Randle, you know, patting the ball against the backboard trying to clean up the glass so i mean I, you know miami's not gonna have that It's only gonna be one chance at it they're gonna limit the second chance opportunities for the knicks so i might look at uh randall rebounds under actually i might look at that since you you put yeah, me yeah like,
0: i I, that. I just you know especially for julius randall when he was the guy on the team him to have 11 like three games of under 15 points against the heat that's they guard him well. And so let me see here.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, they they guard because, you know, Bam is just such a good defender. And I mean, whenever he's probably going to be the primary matchup is what I'm assuming. So, I mean, Bam's yeah, not so I'm, allow that. I'm
0: concerned. I'm concerned because uh, you have Sims out there as well. So it's like, if Bam is guarding them, then who's looking at Sims. So maybe we, we can, you know, get some easy looks yeah. at Sims tonight where he can yeah. kind of, Bam Heartstein, is giving the attention. Yeah, Hartstein Sims. Like give the he's t- giving attention to Julius Randle and then that guy, uh, Sims or Hartstein. They're able to clean up on the glass a little bit. So uh maybe a sneaky, maybe a sneaky Jericho Sims double double game.
1: Yeah, I just played under eleven and a half rebounds for um for Julius Randle. Yeah, it's and I don't know.
0: I don't we'll just it. we'll just call that a gut call. We'll call it because randle has been hitting this prop, but it's just like this is a tough matchup. I think this is a tough matchup.
1: Yeah, I don't see any Sims rebounding numbers. Um,
0: I think this is what I'll do. Can I can I parlay this real quick? Oh, we're, we're taking too long on this game. Can I parlay this real quick? Can I parlay an under with Randall and an over with Sims? Mm, they might let I you guess. do this. Let's see if Sims is
1: even up here yet. So Sims... Yeah, he got four and a half points. Sims four and a half points, six and a half rebounds. That's what he's learning. Four
0: and a half right, points is plus... Yeah, so let's do Sims four and a half... Uh, some rebound. I don't know, man. He just don't be. He don't be rebounding the ball like I expect a big man. Yeah,
1: I'm looking for Hartenstein. That's what I'm really looking for because they the the Knicks line. I was looking at their lineups and um, points per hundred possessions, and Hartenstein is like in two of the better lineups that the Knicks throw out on the floor, uh, as far as points per one hundred possessions. So I, I can't find him anywhere. But I'll if I can, or if he pops up, I'll definitely be on him like points and rebounds. Of yeah, so
0: Sims over four and a half, Sims over six and a half, and Julius Randle under the points and, a, and rebounds, it's going to come out to about five to one. So I think that's a pretty good, decent look. And then if you can bet Sims up, if you feel like he can get a double-double, a I might actually play his double-double tonight. His double double sitting at, it's got to be juicy. Uh, let's see. No way. No, it's not. 39 to 1 on who Jericho Sims 39 to 1. I know he doesn't like do anything. Like he doesn't put up stats. You can look at his games, he doesn't put up stats, but 39 to 1 for somebody that's a starting center. That's
1: interesting.
0: He has 10. He has in his last three games, he has 3, 10, and 14. Now the points 0, 6, and 2, but if he if if let's say that you we're talking about how you're talking about I'm talking this out because I'm about to play this. <laughs> I'm about to play this. So uh Bam and Bam and Randall battling each other down low, pause, and then uh Jericho Sims able to easily clean up the offensive glass and get a put back dunk. Do that a couple times and we're good, we're golden. Yeah, that's I'm 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 gonna sprinkle <laughs> on that for sure. All right, we talked enough about the Knicks. I didn't know. I, I didn't know it was going to be thirty nine to one. I feel like I saw it at like seven to one one time, but thirty nine to one for a double double. That's got to be actually a, a faulty line. That's crazy. Okay, let's move on to my other team. Memphis Grizzlies are on the road going to play the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers are laying six at home. Two twenty four is the total. Just come up from two twenty. Come down. I'm sorry, from two twenty six. Injury report for these two teams and for the Memphis Grizzlies. You're not going to uh, see too, too much because they played last night. But uh, John Conchar is TBD with that concussion. You know you're not going to see Steven Adams. Everybody else should be expected to play. And then for the Cavs, they're clean. Clean injury report. Dylan Windler still on IR with an ankle injury. So you should expect almost full strength for both of these teams. Are you laying six with Cleveland at
1: home? Uh, I thought about it, but I'm probably just going to pass the game. Um, I think Desmond Bain is is pretty key here. Uh, if he's going to play, I know he just came back. He missed like two of the last three games uh, with his like knee soreness. So I want him to be officially ru- I, He, you know, they don't have to submit the injury report right away because they're on a back to no. back. So I'm kind of I'm kind of waiting on that. Uh, if he's in. I might lean towards Memphis. It's pretty much a contrast of styles. Memphis likes to run the ball, run, run the ball. <laughs> Memphis likes to uh, to run, and uh, Cleveland they want to slow the ball down and you know get the ball into those bigs and play in and out with Mitchell and, and Garland. Both teams are are good at rebounding. Some of those rebounding numbers for Memphis are a bit inflated. You know they were with Stephen Adams, and he's not there. Uh, Cleveland's better on the defensive glass, whereas Memphis is better uh, on the offensive glass. Uh, both teams pretty much struggling as of late. Uh, Memphis lost four or five, four and six ATS last ten. Um, Cleveland, they they've been reeling a little bit in spots. That I played Cleveland a, a bunch and mm-hmm. in certain spots that I thought that they were supposed to, you know, get up and and have a good matchup. They kind of let me down. Um, like against the Heat, they they were I thought that was a good bit, but for whatever reason, they just folded down the stretch. Um, I, I got these teams basically leaning towards even like um like power ring wise but I guess Memphis off a of back to back can play you know and in, play into that uh depending on who plays. But I would pass the game. Uh if Memphis rules in Ja and uh Desmond Bain, I'll probably just take <clears place> this <throat> with, with with Memphis. Um I, I don't I don't love it. It's not anything I love, but it's uh, so. if if you had to have action on it, I would just play the Memphis as a dog.
0: All right. I am – yeah, I'm, I'm going mm. – the Cavs I mean, made just, that game last like, time. Memphis had to battle back and get that win yeah. last time out.
1: Yeah.
0: If I play the Cavs, I'm going to go ahead – I don't know. I don't like fate in Memphis in the first half, but Cavs pretty really solid in the first half at home. I think I want to play the Cavs early if I if I play the Cavs. Let's see here. And just make sure that nothing weird is standing out. Uh-huh. I kind of, I kind of don't want to play the first half because I think Memphis knows they had a really bad road trip last time, and they're going to try to come out here with some. Yeah, they're going to try to come out. Yeah, they
1: went some... on a West Coast trip, so it's it's, it's yeah, nothing to do and gonna... with it, as Jokim Nua told us a long time ago. It's nothing. I'm to do weak. <laughs>
0: Yeah, let's go ahead and I'm gonna take I'm gonna just take Memphis plus six. I'm gonna take Memphis plus six. I'm gonna take team that I think is the better team. These are gonna be two good teams. I think this is a close game. Six is a lot of points to be laying with the Cavs. Yeah, I mean
1: Memphis. I just got to see the I got to see the injury report first. Um, you know, off back to back, some of these guys might you know it's a non conference game. They who who knows what what they might do, but um, I mean, after that showing and how Memphis has been playing, I would think that they would want to you know go out against you know one of the better teams in the East and mm. kind of you know flex up a little bit, show people. But I mean, you never know. You never know.
0: All right, Jared Allen and well, let's go to the total before we talk about that. Total sitting at two twenty four non conference game over should get a look, but the Cavs are eleven and fourteen to so non conference overs. Memphis is what twelve and seven, I believe it was. Oh, let me go back and make sure I get you the right number on that. Non conference overs Memphis is yeah twelve seven and one. I'm good. All right. What are you doing there on sort
1: of total? Yeah. I like the under. Um, Memphis has played in five straight unders. Uh offense has been a bit stagnant. What they do is they start off, like you said, they start off really fast in uh in the first half. Even somewhat like middle of the third quarter, they they hit a spurt. But then when Ja and Jaron Jackson goes to the bench, they kind of don't have anybody that can score. I mean, they put Dylan Brooks out there, but mm-hmm. you know, he's he's a bit of a wild card. So at the middle part of that third quarter on to until they get Ja and Jaron Jackson back in the game, the offense kind of goes down, which is why they pretty much lose the closer games. They're fighting back, trying to regain that momentum that they had in the first half. So I like the under here. Um, the Cavs, they play a, a slow pace, one of the slower paces in the league. They're elite defensively. The only thing they struggle with defensively is defending a three. Memphis, 23rd, and uh, effective three-point percentage, so they don't have to worry about that. Uh, it's going to cut off a lot of lanes for Mitchell and Garland to drive in with those uh, twin towers on the inside. Lower position half-court game, uh, I like the under a lot.
0: Yeah, I, I'm going to take it under. I told myself I was going to take the under of Memphis, la- the over Memphis last game, and that was the last time, and they didn't get there. So, yeah, I'm back in on, on the under, but I wouldn't be surprised if this one goes on. This is a non-play for me. All right. Jared Allen and Evan Mobley are both plus money to get a double-double today. Jared Allen plus 105, Evan Mobley plus 120.
1: I'll just parlay and get a better price.
0: Oh, both of them? Both of
1: them get a a double-double? Yeah, I, I think so.
0: Ooh. Let me see here. Uh, I know Evan Mobley's been on a tear recently. Like they just been Man, they, they give
1: just, my guy Evan Mobley the rock more. Man, let him showcase yeah. his offensive ability. Man, I love Evan Mobley. Yeah, it, Mobley. Like,
0: that's and I think that was a very good adjustment by Bickerstaff, and that's the yeah. adjustment that's taken you know Cleveland from a middle of the pack playoff team to towards the top of the Eastern Conference is that they're actually utilizing Evan Mobley. A lot yeah. more in the recent yeah, games. Yeah. Uh, I think he. he Nineteen and Jackson's seven. Be a good matchup. Nineteen and seven. Nine and nine. Twenty three and eleven. Twenty one and ten. Twelve and seven. Thirty eight and nine against the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Like <laughs> Evan Mobley's been on a tear. That, I think. What is this? That entire month of January, he averaged seventeen point one points. 8.7 rebounds, 2.5 assists, and he had two games where he didn't get to t- at least ten points. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't Evan Mobley. They they decided that they're going to use him That's their new offensive philosophy. That they're going to scheme him up touches. So I'm going to go back to him. I've been betting Evan Mobley pretty recently a lot. I'm going to go back to him. So uh, I-, I think I'm going to take Jared Allen for the double double. But I'm going to throw Evan Mobley over, now it's at 15 and a half. I was getting 14 and a half at plus money for a minute, so now it's at 15 and a half. Uh, I'll probably take that 15 and a half. And it's a little yeah, juiced at minus 128, but ultimately, I still do think he has a size advantage and a pretty solid matchup. I think Jaron Jackson Jr. is going to be, you know, is is going to be fun. And we'll see how game. that goes with Evan Mobley driving to the paint and Jaron Jackson. But Evan Mobley also can pop up and, you know, hit hit a mid-range jumper as well. So I expect to see that from his arsenal. We'll see. We'll see. This is going to be a very telling game for me with Evan Mobley because he's going to have to dig in his bag with this matchup. But I think he can have, he can still have a solid game that he's been giving them, which is, as of last month, 17.1 points per game.
1: Yeah, I agree with you on that. It's going to be. A, it's, I think this is going to be one of the better games uh, of the night. Not many
0: yeah all right let's see here before we get to the rest of the slate I to talk to you about our official online sportsbook of the sports Gambling podcast network and that is Win Bet, because they are active in so many states you have so many ways to win include live betting includes same game parlays aka the win build your own bet and the big game is approaching and you can bet it all on WinBet. Sign up today, get a special offer, bet $100, get $100 limited to state availability. So much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. All subject change terms and conditions at WinBet.com. be a or order and present in the state where Playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right let's see here. Next game on the slate. We have a rematch. I believe this is a, is this an immediate rematch or was there a game in between? I think there was a game in between this one.
1: Yeah, I think it was a couple games in between.
0: Okay. So Charlotte Hornets are going to play the Chicago Bulls in Chicago. These two teams matched up a few days ago on the 26th where Charlotte was able to get a one 96 win as a three point underdog in the queen city of Charlotte, North Carolina, this line now sitting minus six for the Bulls. 237 is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have for the Charlotte Hornets, Cody Martin is out. You know, Kelly Oubre still missing time. And for the Chicago Bulls, man, I really hope Lonzo can play basketball again, man.
1: Yeah, man. That, really th- those reports didn't sound good at all. I'm, man. When,
0: when I handicapped the Bulls, I took. I think I gave out their under at the beginning of the season because they weren't going to have Lonzo for a certain amount of time. And then he was going to take some time to have to get into game, shape and play again. But it looks like we're not going to see Lonzo again for the whole season. So really hope Lonzo is able to figure it out. It seems like the reports that they have no idea what's going on with them and why he's still feeling pain. So uh, yeah, hopefully yeah. Lonzo can come back from that. Javante Grain is also on IR. He's not playing in this one. Other than that, pretty clean injury report for the Bulls. So, do the Bulls stop playing with their food and actually take Charlotte serious in this game?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, I wanted the number to be a little bit shorter, Uh, but I think it's still fair uh, at the current price. Um, Last matchup, uh, Bulls shot 16% from three. That definitely is not going to happen again. Um, Charlotte is horrible defensively and offensively. Um, Although they have covered three straight and they do play well on the road, um, they are 16, 12, and 1 ATS on the road. Yeah. Uh, but their their metrics defensively and offensively are just so atrocious. Um, their bottom five in all shooting metrics, rim percentage, three-point percentage, um, effective field goal percentage. Um, actually, they're dead last in effective field goal percentage and effective three-point percentage. Uh, I think that Chicago comes out and blows the doors off of, off of um, Charlotte. I wouldn't be surprised if they win by 20-25. Um, plumly outplayed Vucevic in the first matchup. Uh, he had 21-12 and, and did not miss a shot. I think he went nine for nine if I'm not mistaken, and Vucevic, Vucevic had 12 and nine off five of 16 shooting. So look for a little bit of, of get back from Vucevic uh, uh, in the player prop market. And, um, yeah, I, I don't think – Chicago defensively has been playing, like, extremely well. They've allowed 109.5 uh, points per 100 possessions their last 10 games, uh, under 110 in four of those last five games. Um they just they come out hot. We seen with the Clippers. I think me, Scott, and Munaf all were on the Clippers, and the Bulls came out on fire, and they slowly but surely gave it away. So I don't think they'll have that problem this time with the Hornets. So give me the Bulls laying uh, the, the short number.
0: Um, I th- I think I'm actually gonna take the Hornets. Oh man, and it. Really, what it comes down for me is that the Hornets have been playing slightly like they've been playing solid basketball the past.
1: No, they have they covered three straight. They they, they cover yeah, three they
0: three. got they've covered three straight. They've got wins against the Bulls and Miami. Both of them were at home, but then they go on the road go play a game against Milwaukee, where they were in that game. They were in that game up in like until a good you know decent part in the second half, and then the uh, Milwaukee pulled away. But they still were able to cover the spread there. I think that they are, while yet inefficient, I don't think the Bulls are still taking this game serious enough where they're going to absolutely put them away and not even give them a chance this time around. Like, I think that they're still going to play with their food a little bit. We see how their record is against sub 500 teams and how they don't take those teams serious at all. I think that this is another situation. And yet, you have a Charlotte team that's playing better basketball right now. And if you get, if you find the point in the season, because No matter how bad a team is, how much their team is taking, every bad team has a point in the season where they play decent basketball. They actually probably have multiple points in the season where they play decent basketball for a few games. I think Charlotte's in that point where they're playing decent basketball right now. So I think everybody's going to be on the Bulls because they're expecting the Bulls just go ahead and train record after the Bulls got embarrassed. I think that there's a little bit too much of a gap between losing by – 15 points and winning by seven. I think there's a little bit too much of a gap right there, especially uh, um, including the fact that the Bulls are at home this this time around. That's why the line is a little bit more inflated. I'll take the Chicago plus the six. I don't think they'll get the win outright, but I think they'll cover. And I no, think The, the Hornets plus over.
1: six, you mean?
0: Hornets, yeah. yeah. Hornets yeah, plus yeah. the six. I think that the Bulls are going to play with their food a little bit and then realize, oh, crap, they're in this game a little bit too much and go out there and get a win.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I like, I, I like, uh, I like Chicago. I just, I, I don't know. It's just something about Charlotte that's, I don't know.
0: I'll say this line opened up at six and a half, it's currently at six. Yeah. T- uh, total opened up at 236 and a half, it's at 237, and I think that's for the right reasons. Are you on over here?
1: Yeah, I'd probably just pass. Um, I mean, the, the Hornets like predicated on a lot of jump shots, a lot of threes. I see, uh, Jake in the chat was asking about Lamelo. LaMelo I think he's gonna like at, after All Star break. He's just gonna say fuck it and just put up 30, 35 shots a game. Like go vintage Kobe uh, for the Hornets, and nobody's gonna be able to say anything because I mean they're you know, inefficient.
0: He, they're incredibly inefficient. They yeah, like he takes some
1: horrible he takes some horrible horrible shots. But but sometimes they go in though. So, he, so he's, he's shooting a decent amount, uh, a decent clip from three, if I'm not mistaken.
0: So, Charlotte, last three games, and I, like I said, I think that they've been playing a different – like the Charlotte Hornets have looked different in the last three games. Last three games, they are seventh in field goals attempts and field goal attempts in the league. However, field goal percentage, they are all the way down to 26 at 45.3%. So, they're going to take a bunch of attempts. It's, are they going to go
1: in? Melo, no 36% from three, man. And he takes some bad, bad shots. Yeah. Bad shots. But yeah, I, I would I would lean. I mean the Bulls defensively have have been incredible. Like so I'm interested to see how um how they adjust with uh, some of those guys, Patrick Williams, um uh Ayo Desumu and um, Caruso, my guy Caruso, uh getting in and playing some defense. But if the threes are falling for, for the Hornets, I can see your, your handicap for if the threes are falling and they. It's going to be a
0: close game. I think can, it's correlated. If you like the Hornets, you should like the over because the Hornets are going to put up a bunch of shots that. and you might stumble into the game where the Hornets actually shoot 50% from the field. And if they shoot I agree 50% with from the field with the amount of shots that they put up, they're going to put up a bunch of points. But If you like the Bulls, you should absolutely be on the under because you're sitting there saying, yeah, I don't care how many shots you put up. It doesn't matter if they don't go in. This is a Vucevic rebound type of game where, especially on the road, if Charlotte goes up there and starts shooting some bullshit, then they're not going to... Vucevic is going to be right there under the road to clean up. So Vucevic could really sneakily have like 20 rebounds in this game without inefficient Charlotte is. Now, it's crazy I'm talking shit. Oh, You guys know I always give you both sides. Depends on whatever play you like. But... Yeah, if Charlotte starts shooting up some bullshit, Vucevic is gonna walk into like twenty rebounds, and they're gonna be uncontested, like that DeAndre Ayton against that Mavs game where it was uncontested rebounds. It's gonna look like that for Vucevic because <laughs> I do admit Charlotte be shooting some bullshit. Like, they yeah, remember.
1: man, they do. And I, you just he made my you made my uh, my play even stronger. I, I, I like that. I appreciate that.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely, definitely. But, but yeah,
1: that's I mean I haven't played it yet. I have seen the money come in um, on Charlotte. I mean, granted, so they've been playing well as of late and mm-hmm. Chicago hasn't. But um yeah, I'm waiting, I'm waiting to see if I can get maybe a five and a half or five. So but I'll I'll be on the Bulls for sure. Um I just haven't played it yet. I'll be on them first quarter for sure. best first quarter or second best first quarter team uh in the NBA. Um they don't have a high cover margin uh in the first quarter as a whole. But Uh they're eight, but they're eight, two, nine, two, and one last 11, and they're covering by almost four points per game. Whereas Charlotte is one of the worst first quarter teams um, in the NBA. All right.
0: Yeah, very good play. I might tell you on that one. Very, very good play. All right. Next game on the slate, we have the New Orleans Pelicans going to play the Dallas Mavericks. Mavericks are laying four and a half, 223 and a half is the total. Let's see here for an injury report we have. You're not going to see Dyson Daniels with that ankle injury or Zion, and you're not going to see Christian Wood or Maxi Kleber, as you both know, other than that clean injury report for both teams. Oh, man. I mean – New Orleans does look better with B.I. back. Hasn't translated to many wins, though. Yeah. Uh, actually, matter of fact, I scratched that. That was an incorrect statement. It hasn't tra- translated to any wins yet. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing here?
1: Man, I'm passing all together. I got nothing in this game. I'll be, I'll be as quick as possible. I got a few player props, but other than that, um, I mean – like you said, the Pelicans—they look better offensively with, with um, Brandon Ingram, but defensively they still having the same problems. They can't stop anybody. Dallas can't cover a spread. Uh, I, I have a pretty good gauge on when to play Dallas and when not to in certain situations. Um, but they don't cover games. I, they're hard to trust. Uh, not play them as a favorite. <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, but not um, play them as a favorite. Not I'll, play them as a
0: home favorite. <laughs> yeah, I think I know when not to. Bet. Well. Yeah.
1: Yes. I, I mean I don't I don't have a good gauge on the Orleans. Like I, I've been up and down on them all season. I think I'm just gonna wait till they get all the pieces back together and and be on them more. But as of right now, I'll pass all together. They had some traveling issues. I think they're just now getting into Dallas. Um from yeah, where there's
0: a whole winter storm yeah. in Texas.
1: Right. So um they're like traveling and the same day getting there. So I mean it's gonna be limited. So I would maybe look at the Mavs early. Um but all together, I got a few player props, but I'll be passing the game all together. If you have, if you want to lean, I would just lean to the Pelicans getting the points. Nothing strong though. Nothing strong at all. Eh,
0: I feel I feel a lot better about taking the Pelicans than you. I might actually bet the Pelicans in this game. I'm trying to decide right now, but I'm definitely giving out Pelicans plus four and a half here because one, Mavs favorite, Mavs home favorite, really, really not good here. Like there's really, really, uh not much to talk about when you talk about their 18 they're 8 15 and one as a home favorite this year and uh so you add that that they're just not a good home team you add that they're literally going through a winter storm like it is snowing they don't (laughs) it is snowing so now you have all these other things outside of basketball that this team is really thinking about family is my family good did we have to move out of our house go to a hotel because we lost power Do we have to do all this stuff like you know stuff like that sits on a couple of
1: players
0: yeah like you know you I, ain't, I, I ain't got none in a couple days because they don't stuck on their side of town or nothing like that so you know that shooting stroke Just a tad bit off than what it could be, what it normally is. And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if Luca gives you 30, 40, 50, even 60. The Mavs don't cover the number. They do not cover the number. It doesn't matter. They had, again, I I just think that this is hilarious. Because it it just, it literally stands for what the Mavs are this season. And I keep going back to this stat because I think it's so funny. Luca had 60 and 20 and they didn't cover the spread. They were unable to cover the spread, and he had 60 and 20. Huh. And that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. That's like, oh, uh, I don't know. All right. Going right. I'm going with the Pelicans. They're going to figure it out. I, yeah, I, I tweeted mean, out the other day it. that the Pelicans are going to have the best second half of the season in the league.
1: So, what's up with Zion? Like, what's his deal? Like, is he. It's a hamstring.
0: It's a hamstring. They're taking. No, I mean, soon. like,
1: as, as far as his uh, availability, like, is, is he going to be um back like post all-star or is it like a little yeah bit he, i don't think he's
0: playing all-star i think he is i think he's done at least until all-star he probably be back post all-star at some point maybe right after post all-star maybe a week after post all-star but i don't think he's playing before all-star i know for a fact well i don't know for a fact but i'm thinking for a fact that he's not going to play in the all-star game i've been on record here saying that laurie Markinen is going to get denied when zion is they say zion can't play we got to get a replacement they're going to give it to lori market like it's going to be lori Marketing, and they're probably going to make Laurie Marketing a starter because it's in utah, in utah. yeah like and i'm going to be
1: mvp just because
0: oh i've already told everybody that donovan mitchell you should already have or intend to place a donovan mitchell all-star mvp future and your second one should be lori marketing when he's announced yeah. it. yeah yeah that's true. and oh all-star, what's it? Thursday TNT. Yeah, all star reserve should be announced today. So yeah. keep an eye on that. Matter of fact, I will be glued to my phone. Uh for my people that are loyal in the Discord. Can y'all like, you know, at me so I can make sure to look at it? Because you know I'd be forgetting. I'd be forgetting. My memory is like. That. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be watching. Cause as soon as they're released, somebody in this seven, let's see. Because Bam could get snubbed, Jimmy could get snubbed. Like, oh, if Jalen Brunson is not an all-star, I'm slamming Jalen Brunson today. Like, there's some there's some opportunity in this slate of people that should or questionably could be all-stars, that probably might not be all-stars, and it's gonna be a conversation to be had of oh, this person is snubbed. Oh, I didn't make an all-star, and I'm about to go play in a game in the next 10 minutes. All right, all right, bet. Watch this. It's a good angle. Oh yeah, I can't wait! I can't wait. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Yep, Jake, you already know first round unders in the three point contest. Boy, Jake claimed up. I think he was like six and one last year in the first round unders. So we're definitely on that again this year. All right, two twenty three and a half is the total.
1: Yeah, I go under um, both teams struggling offensively. Uh, you spoke on what the Mavs are with Luka. I mean, they just have nothing else outside of him. Um, the Pelicans still kind of. Up and down, it's it's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of moving parts. They got – I think the Pelicans just have too many guys. Like They got like 11 guys that they can just play like on a night-in, night-out basis. I mean, most of that is due to injury. But, um, yeah, I would lean under. uh, Four of the last five for Dallas have went under. um, And three of the last five for New Orleans have went under. So, they they got their offense a little back on track um, in Denver. Mm -hmm. But – I mean, I still, it's just a, a one-game sample size. But overall, yeah, give me the under.
0: All right. And let's see here. I'm on under, too. I, I think that New Orleans wakes up defensively. Like, they've really been getting killed these past few games. They wake up defensively. And, and, again, it is a winter storm outside, and they're trying to go play this game. Like, there might not even be a bunch of people at this game.
1: Man, they, might, like this much, might they, haven't, they probably haven't practiced.
0: Yeah, like, and I mean, and if they did, like, I mean, I'm pretty they struggled sure of those to guys get there. The, to the practice. Like, there might not be a lot. Of, this might not be a packed-out building. This might seem like a rant. And it's during the week. It's a Thursday, like, not a national televised game. Like, there probably might not be a bunch of people in the building. This could be kind of empty and just seem like a shoot-around. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll go under. All right. Going to say Warriors on the back to back. Going to play the Denver Nuggets. 232 is the total. Nuggets are laying 12. Come up from 9.5 all the way to 12 by this point. For the Warriors. I mean, Clay's probably not going to play.
1: I think they all are out. If that if that's if it's at 12 and a half, everybody's out.
0: Has to it, that's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like this is another if, spot if where it's at everybody 12 and a half, is they out. They have to be out.
1: Yeah, they have everybody, Draymond, Clay, Steph. The only person that might play is, is Poole. And the then
0: you have Aaron Gorton, questionable for the Nuggets. And Jack White is on the Nuggets. Isn't that the guy from Duke? That's the <laughs> guy from Duke, isn't it? I think so. I think so. Yeah, Jack White played for – I'm almost positive Jack White is the guy from Duke. <laughs> what? He's on his team. I didn't even know he was in the league. Me either. Oh, he's got a two way contract with the G League team. Oh, I didn't even know he's in the league. Oh, I can't wait for the next like five, six years when he's hooping in the TBT tournament. Yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be a nice TBT player in about the next five or six. And,
1: years. and you want to know you want to know something? A uh, uh, fun fact about Jack White? He's from Australia. <laughs> I swear to God, I swear to God, bro, he's from Australia.
0: This ridic- is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, man. I can't from- get away from him. I can't get away from the Australians right now. All right. I got nothing I mean, it. we've seen this we've seen, seen this happen before. we've yeah. seen this game. we've seen this happen before. this happened last year. The Warriors went and played a back to back and then went to Denver and sat everybody at Denver and they still covered the spread <laughs> this this exact same thing happened last year. like I remember yes, it was that uh that game I believe it was that game in April that one twenty six one twenty one no, this wasn't that one. It wasn't that one because that spread isn't right. It's one of these games. This exact I know what I'm talking about. It's one of these games. I feel like this exact same thing happened where Golden State sat everybody with the matchup at Denver and went and the B team went out there and was still able to cover a spread. Yeah, I'm 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 taking the twelve with Golden State.
1: Yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. Literally I have I have zero. I didn't even, I didn't even think I didn't even think about the game because I knew that in the overtime game, Steph Clay wiggins draymond they played like north of 35 minutes i knew they weren't gonna play um so i i have nothing literally i would I would lean to your side just because i mean it's a lot of points in nba game with i mean denver they might sleep walk through it but uh yeah i have i have nothing we can we can move on actually
0: ew actually no people are betting the warriors all right no i'm going back to Denver. i'm sorry I didn't know people were begging. Why is everybody begging the Warriors? Y'all idiots. The same
1: thing that you—they got the same logic and handicap as you.
0: I know, I know, I know. I hate when everybody else agrees with me because then it means I'm wrong. So, all right, I'm going back to I'm going back contrarian. I'm going Denver. Well, it really shouldn't be contrarian, but it's been so many spots like over the NBA where you sit there and see, oh, this team is sitting out three, four guys, and then the second string goes in there and keeps the game close. Golden State, Memphis. Yeah, Golden State, Memphis, uh, Nets, Pacers. I think the <laughs> Pacers were like eight point favorites in that game, and the Nets kept it closed. So, all right. Yeah, I'm going back to it. Denver's really good at home, and it seems like everybody else has the same logic as me. I'll watch that line later. I'll watch the line. The line's going to tell you what it's going to do. If it comes back down to like 11 and a half, 11, then maybe Golden State actually is the play. But yeah, everybody's still betting Golden State in their 12. So, I don't get that. Okay. Two thirty-two. Uh, Golden State B team actually be trying sometimes. I'm going to still take the over.
1: Yeah, I'd lean, I'd lean over also. I mean, those guys, they don't get a lot of opportunities. So you think they're going to just go in and play defense? Hell no. They're trying to get the points up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm really bad at moving these banners around. We, we were on Grizzlies and Cavs for a long time. I got to be better about
1: that. I, I didn't even look at that.
0: <laughs> All right. Any other player props that you have for this game? I got nothing. I'll take pool. I'll take pool and
1: no. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean that's that's the only logical thing and Joker. But I just don't know if like if it's potentially a blowout. How much does Michael Ballone play those guys? Like, I don't know.
0: Let's. I think I'll I'll go Looney rebounds as well. What's Looney's? Let me do a quick search for Looney's stats against I Mingo's mean, playing. I'll, I'll take I'll take his overs. Looney versus Nuggets. Let me do a quick search for what Looney does in this spot. He's got oh wow. I mean he's got a I mean, he's up and down. It's nothing really serious. One, seven, eleven, nine, five, eight, eleven. Well, there was actually more. Oh, well, that one was a 19-minute game, but where he's getting over 25 minutes, he has seven rebounds, eleven, nine, five, eight, eleven against the Nuggets and you potentially don't have any Eric Gordon. So that might actually be the prop that you can back in this game and just take an over on Looney. He's probably gonna be at like what seven and a half maybe. I would yeah. if I had to place it, I'd probably play it at seven and a half. I think that's a pretty solid place. Yeah, so. six
1: and a half, seven.
0: Yeah, so I'll play I'll play
1: Looney. All right. Yeah, I look at Kaminga, uh, his points and rebounds. I mean he he has to I mean somebody got somebody has to do something. Uh, and I mean Kaminga's last I guess like seven, he's so 10, 20, 13, 15, four in 12 minutes and 10 and 14 minutes. So, I mean, he's, he was getting minutes with the guys playing. So he has to get a bump without them. And I mean, athleticism is going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just about, you know, his motors. He has a really, really high motor, which I I love that about him. Uh, he's just not as consistent as, you know, you would need for, uh, for him to be in a rotation, but. Yeah, I like Kaminga a lot. I don't see any of his numbers up just yet, but I'll I'll put it in Discord. All right.
0: Let's see here. Next game on the slate. Last game on the slate, we have the Los Angeles Clippers going to play the Milwaukee Bucks, playing in Milwaukee at 10 p.m. That's not normal, but Bucks are laying for 230 and a half is the total. What time zone is Milwaukee? in? I feel like they're going to be at this game late.
1: Yeah, uh, I think <laughs> I think they're I think they're Central, right?
0: I don't know, but I feel I like they're going to be at this game late. A 10 p.m. game, even a Central, that's like the game starting at nine. You're, leave, you're yeah, leaving. You're leaving so. there at, at like twelve.
1: We ain't got let's much. See, do. Ain't got much to do in Milwaukee.
0: All right. Let's see here. No, nah, they don't, but they drink. Somebody said that. They was like, yes, yeah, it's, so, it's so much not to do that. All you do is just drink yeah. and drink and drink. Yeah. I can't remember who said that, but somebody said that on here. Yeah. Okay, where am I at? Clippers injury report, we have Marcus Morris, who is questionable. You know, John Wall's out for a little while. Other than that, Clippers are pretty clean. And for the Bucks, Giannis and Beauchamp are both probable. So, Rather clean for the Bucks as well. Bobby Portis has been unavailable for the past few games, still unavailable. All right, you're laying four with the Bucs against Clippers.
1: Yeah, I kind of like the Bucs here. Um, the Clippers have been playing extremely well, uh, four and one straight up in ATS the last five. In Kawhi's last ten games, they're eight and two straight up, seven and three ATS. Um, offensively, they they've been getting it going, 120 plus in three of the last five games. But I mean, some of that's a bit inflated due to opponent. Um, 18 of the 29 road games have went over, also, so that bows well for them offensively. But the Bucks defensively are elite, so they're not going to allow any of you know the coming back from a, a big lead like they did against Chicago. Uh, although the Clippers are 25th in offensive rating overall. On the road, they're first in offensive efficiency. So that's kind of goes to show you that they get up for those road games. They play better on the road offensively. Uh Kawhi and PG on the court together to outscoring opponents by almost 11 points per 100 possessions. Uh they're just getting they're getting into a groove and it's it's kind of scary. It's kind of scary, honestly. Um I I got some futures on on the Clippers. Um I was kind of like ready to rip them up when those guys weren't playing, but now that they're rolling, I see why, you know. The power rating on them is is just as high as anybody else in the NBA. Um, the Bucs are coming in on a roll. Also, they've won five in a row, 17 to nine, ATS at home. Uh, 17 of their 26 home games have went over, so that's kind of, you know, coinciding with an over. They scored 135 plus in three of the last five games. That's mm-hmm. also opponent based um, due to some of the opponents they've played. Uh, I like the Bucks early. And I like them often. 8-3 and ATS in the uh, first quarter, last 11. They're covering by almost 9 points per first quarter. Mm -hmm. Uh, The defense for the Bucs is elite. I think it's a big game. Uh, Giannis is is going to be Giannis, regardless of who the opponent is. But with the Clippers coming in, marquee matchup, I like the Bucs to take care of business at home.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a non-conference game. These two teams don't see each other often. And when Giannis sees this Clippers team, he likes them 28 and 10, 32 and 6, 36 and 14, 27 and 11, 38 and 16, 34 and 9, 27 and 18, 26 and 9. Like that goes all the way back to 2018. So Giannis has some history with this Clippers team and having really good games against them. And when they go to him, he's going to be dominant. Any, any of these matchups that Giannis has over 20 field goal attempts, he has cleared that 30 point number. Uh, you have a, that's 36 and 14. He had 27 attempts, 21 attempts and a 36 and the 32 and six and uh, 38 and 16 on 21 shots. So Giannis is going to get there. He's going to be rather efficient. He's going to be towards that 50% or better for the most part when he's playing against this team. I don't think that they have an answer for them. I don't think they have anything that's going to stop them. Whereas on the other side of the ball, I do think the Clippers do have some options that's going to give the Bucs a little bit of trouble. So yeah, I love an over in this game. I think that 230 and a half, that's a, that's a bargain. A lot of people are banging under because it's the Clippers, but this is just a really good matchup for both teams that aren't too, too familiar. I do kind of lean to t- players that have played a lot of games in that Eastern Conference, and then... You know, now they're on a Western Conference team or, team or players that have played a lot of games in a Western Conference, and now they're on an Eastern Conference team and finally going back to play the other conference. So you have a Kawhi who's familiar with a lot of these players on the Bucks, Like, he's familiar with a lot, how a lot of them play. So I think Kawhi can have a really big game here as well. Uh, the over is my favorite play of the game. And so Milwaukee, 11-7 and seven non-conference overs. Clippers 13 and 9 a non conference overs. Uh, just looking what they've done recently, let's see if that even helps us out even more. Clippers 4 and 1, last five to the over. Milwaukee 3 and 2, last five to the over. Like it, one plus one equals two. That over at 230 and a half seems like a best bet. So yeah, I, I like that. I like Bucks here. Um, I kind of actually want to play the Clippers because I think it could be like a one-point game, but I think I actually will. Yeah, I'm going I'm to switch that. I'm going to play the Clippers. I think this could be like a one-point, two-point game. This, I don't think this is one of those TNT games where it's a blowout. Like I, I don't. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, this I don't think is so either. Gonna I, don't think the last so either. Game. I think we're going to get a treat. And if you end up staying up, because, God, 10 o'clock, like, if you end up staying up for this game, you're, you're going to get something nice. I think that this is going to be like a two, three-point win by the Bucks. So I'll actually take the Clippers in a rare trying to uh, catch them, a rare spot where you're trying to catch them uh, before they uh, – they allow them to get to double digits. I don't even know what the hell I'm trying to say. Y'all know what I'm saying. Take the Clippers, even though I do think the Bucks are going to win. If you're parlaying, just take the Bucks because I think the Bucs are going to win. But I think that in terms of me trying to make my record better against the spread, I'm going to take the Clippers because I think the Clippers can make this close.
1: Yeah, man, I, I think it's going to be an incredibly high-intensity, high-level of play um, by both sides. Um, yeah,
0: this should be a really, really good game. I think, so. I I think it's really, one of the better
1: really games on the slate, yeah.
0: All right, let's see here. Before we get into our lock and dog, gotta talk to you about our contest that we have for the big game this week and well, next week. And we have the squares contest where you got a thousand dollars, and all you have to do is just Leave us a review. Leave Sports Gambling Podcast a review on Spotify. Give them a rating, screenshot it, and then go put it into the Sports Gambling slash squares for your chance to get a free square for the big game. And we also have SGPN app, the Bingo Contest. So make sure you go get a bingo card. We play bingo a number of times. I've still yet to get a bingo. There's been a lot of people on the network that have gotten bingos. And it hasn't been me. So I'm going to go out there and try to get a bingo. If you do, you'll get a $57 SGPN gift card. I was wondering why it was $57 because that sounds like an oddly specific number. But I just realized that this is Super Bowl 57. So very, very smart smart by the marketing team there. All right. Only catch for that. You have to be subscribed to the Sports Gambling Podcast and NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube. So get into that contest you can win a gift card with the squares but you have to be subscribed to the sports gambling podcast on youtube and the nfl gambling podcast on youtube which i'm a contributor for so you should already be subscribed to them if you're not if you're not go do that real quick like you got another window on your screen you can go and subscribe to that real quick do that right now exclusively on sgp and app. appreciate you all all right lock and dog no i say what are you doing
1: Yeah, for the lock, uh, keep it simple. I'll go. uh, I'll lay the six with Chicago, um, and I just think it's a good spot for them. Uh, I think you know they got a little bit of revenge on their mind, and they're upset about that uh, game against the Clippers. So I think they come out. I think they bury the 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 Hornets here. So give me uh, the Bulls laying a short laying a short ish number. Um, As for the dog. I got two small pups that I like. I like the Knicks and I like the Pacers. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the Pacers for for the um, for the dog. I think mm-hmm. the return of the return of Tyrese Halliburton is is humongous. Um, they haven't won in a while. They're at home. Uh, Lakers bit banged up. I don't think LeBron plays. Maybe AD plays. Uh, I'm not sure. But give me the Indiana Pacers. Uh, Plus what are they? Plus one and a half. Plus two, I guess is the. Yeah, yeah. I see plus. Yeah, so and if you if you want to know a little bonus play Nick's moneyline, I'll, I'll be doing a, a Nick's Pacers uh, moneyline parlay. You know, a Reggie Miller uh, choke game parlay. That's what we call it.
0: <laughs> okay, all right, I like that. Let's uh, Nick, can we get a uh, or Jake or whoever? I don't know who freaking does all our stuff nowadays. We got to get a little a little graphic made for that because that sounds fun. It does actually. All right. I will take Lakers first quarter minus 120. Good bet. Just on the money line. Not even. I'll lay the extra 10 cents rather than taking the half a point in case the Lakers sell me. But I'll take the Lakers to go ahead and get it done. Anthony Davis has a really big game to start the first quarter. For my dog. I mean, how many times do I get Memphis at plus one
1: ninety? Like, tempting. I I mean, but you kind of want to wait and see because what if Ja and Desmond sit? I'm really worried about Desmond because basically the the Cavs elite defensively, but they can't defend the three. Desmond Mm. Bain could have a field day if he's in. He could he could shoot. He could make like five or six threes. But if he's out, I mean. uh,
0: I just don't know the Grizzlies to sit people. I mean, John might sit, but even when Jaw's out, like they're able to put, I won't, okay. I won't do that. That's a little, that is a little bit of a risk.
1: I can line. money Go ahead. Do it, man. Uh, I no, puss-
0: think I'm straight on that. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: I'm fine. What? Eh, yeah, sure. Why not? Pelicans have been really sliding for an incredible amount of time. And at some point they have to get another win, and now they're at five hundred, going to play Dallas on a five game. It's probably worse than five games. I only see five games here, but it's probably worse than five games. Pretty significant losing streak here. Winter storm, things get crazy. I'll go ahead. I'll take the Pelicans plus one sixty. So Pelicans plus one sixty. On the money line that is my dog. I actually, yeah, I see a one sixty five out there. So Pelicans oh, plus one sixty five on the money line That's my dog. Yeah, okay, that's, I feel decent about that too. Yeah, I feel good. Mass blow it at home. They really do. Uh, bonus play. Um, let's go back to your Bulls first quarter.
1: Yeah, man, Bulls first Bulls first, first quarter man. minus one You'll half.
0: Move. Good luck. Yeah, that's that's, a that's, a, that's the bonus play.
1: All right. All right.
0: Enough of that. Anything else for people before we get up out of here?
1: Uh, not nah, man. Don't. Just good luck to everybody. Make sure you find the best number available and not just, you know, what we say. Because you might be a, a little, uh, might be a book that, you, that we don't have access to that you do. So always get the best number.
0: And stand by for the all-star snub parlay. I'm pretty sure we're going to get three quote-unquote snubs. And before after they released i think they released it at like 6 30 eastern time so i'm sure that we can get uh, a few a few snubs that can have a pretty good game so stand by for the all-star snub parlay other than that i mean i really don't have anything else make sure you subscribe to the network make sure you subscribe to everybody all the podcasts that we have going on everything that we have going on all of the things we contribute to and make sure that you leave a review leave a review for us we're reading a couple of your reviews appreciate all the kind words you guys are saying so definitely keep oh, leaving yeah, reviews to keep that. the lights on keep us employed here we need those reviews appreciate you all i mean i have nothing else to saying nothing else to do. no other way of really ending the podcast I'm just gonna end it like this we are out of here